Hey there, my name is Lexi and thank you so much for joining me for another video. In this video, I'm going to be talking to you about why I feel it's so important for performing artists, singers and rappers to have a really good handle on their fitness and what we're doing as far as exercises and how we're eating and how those things affect our body and how exercise also affects us mentally and not just physically. So let's jump right into it. I think it's important as a performing artist to maintain physical health as well as mental health because there are just so many aspects of being an artist that require a lot of physical demands or it demands a lot physically and it can take a toll on us mentally. So mental health affects us in so many ways because we have to be in our right state of mind to be able to accomplish all the things that come with being an artist. Physical fitness is so important because performing involves the entire body. The entire system has to be running smoothly, otherwise we are not performing at our best. So as a performing artist, my body needs to be at its top shape and its uh, top performance because as a singer, right, cardio affects me as far as my singing, my lung capacity, how strong my lungs are to allow me to have enough power to push through the notes that I need to make my voice clear and to make sure that I actually sound like a good singer. Um, as far as performing, I want to make sure that my body is strong, my legs, my abs, that I'm physically fit because performing is very demanding. I need to make sure that I can give a good show and if I'm not physically fit, I won't be able to give a good show. The first thing I want to get into is mental health. As a performing artist, it's so important that we maintain our mental health because there are so many things that come with being an artist that a lot of people don't realize affects us mentally and a lot of stress that comes on from being an artist and all of the little intricacies that go into making sure a career is going to be successful and fruitful, right? So physical fitness, getting around and moving, uh, doing exercises, that benefits mental health because it's relieving stress, it naturally relieves anxiety, um, it naturally relieves depression, PTSD, ADHD, and trauma. And I do have a few sources that I read up on to make sure that I give you all of the proper information that goes with how exercise affects mental health. And um, it's just overall better. Instead of having to rely on a substance or rely on medication, you can take care of yourself, your mental health naturally by working out. It improves memory, helps you sleep better, it boosts your overall mood, higher self-esteem, and it gives you more energy. I know for myself, I notice that when I take my morning runs, that's a great way to start off my day because I feel so energized afterwards. I know it might sound kind of crazy, but when you're exercising, you're releasing endorphins. Endorphins are basically a happy chemical that's released from the brain, I think, that uh, boosts your energy and just makes you feel good. It makes your spirit feel good. When you exercise, it's a good distraction from negative thoughts, and I like to think of it as physically sweating out all of the negative energy, all the toxic thoughts that have been in my head. That's why I believe exercise is so beneficial to mental health. It immediately boosts dopamine, which helps improve blood flow, norepinephrine, which helps to treat low blood pressure, and serotonin, which helps regulate mood and social behavior, appetite and digestion, sleep, memory, and sexual desire and function. So there are so many benefits to mental health by physically working out, physically exerting ourselves. Those are just a few. <laughs> so now moving on to the vocal cords. 
physically moving makes the body stronger and as a as a physical package right as a package as artists our body is our instrument and every little part of our body works together so that we can give our best performance um, as far as cardio is concerned our vocal cords cardio actually helps because it is working out our lungs and our capacity to breathe and increasing that capacity to take in air um, I think I read somewhere that we actually use 90% of our lung capacity when we're singing so that's something to take in mind if your lungs are not at tip-top shape then you're gonna have a hard time on stage you're huffing and puffing you don't have enough air to support the notes that you need to hit or you don't have as a rapper you don't have enough air to support some of the long lines that you guys you girls have to go through when you're doing these crazy bars and ridiculous metaphors so cardio as far as for the vocal cords it's helping your lungs out and it's helping your lungs to give you enough stamina and ability to push those notes out to push out that lyrical performance that you need to give as an artist some things that affect the vocal cords having a bad diet will affect your vocal cords because certain foods will cause you to be dehydrated or give you an overproduction of mucus uh, certain drinks the temperature of drinks can affect how comfortable the muscles in your throat are so some foods to avoid would be dairy like yogurt milk or cheese because dairy actually is really hard for the body to break down and it causes an overproduction of mucus something that can be really annoying on stage is if you're constantly having to <clears throat> clear your throat or you know that nasty spitting sound you don't want that to happen on stage so if you decrease or completely eliminate your intake of dairy that will help a lot um, processed sugar like candy juices Nutella uh, refined sugars chocolate stuff like that is bad because sugar is really high in acid it's very acidic and that acidity will lead to inflammation in the throat just the other day I had a huge slice of red velvet cake you know one of those red velvet rolls from Kroger and I hadn't had sweets in like over I can't lie I hadn't had sweets in like two weeks but I ate that entire red velvet cake basically in one sitting that was a lot of sugar not only was it a shock to my body because I hadn't had it in so long but the sugar itself was so acidic that it affected my throat by giving me a sore throat because sugar is so high in acid it causes inflammation that gives you a sore throat which can cause strain for your performances if you're trying to you know work through that so it's just not a good combination stay away from processed sugars uh, something else to stay away from will be caffeine and alcohol because they are known as diuretics diuretics um, they go through you really easily oh it's gonna rain crap uh, diuretic substances like caffeine and alcohol it moves through your body very quickly causes you to use the restroom a lot and so that causes you to be dehydrated as far as your vocal cords are concerned being dehydrated means that your vocal cords are not moist enough to be able to produce the sound that is necessary for you to give your best performance. So watch out for caffeine and alcohol. Uh, fried foods because that's too much fat and too much, uh, too much fat and that can cause a lot of heartburn, a lot of acid reflux, which you don't want to have to deal with during a performance. I might have to run. Oh my God. And lastly, ice cold water or really hot water is bad for your vocal cords because um, 
The ice cold water constricts your muscles and makes them feel really tense. Uh, it makes your vocal cords feel really tense. And hot water will also have the same effect. It'll make your vocal cords feel really tense and it'll cause you to have to strain during a performance to hit the notes that you wanna hit. So all of the foods I just described, dairy, processed sugar, caffeine and alcohol, fried foods, ice water or really, really hot water, those can all be detrimental to your vocal cords. So now let's talk about what are some of the things that you can eat or some of the things that might be really good, not just for your vocal cords, but for your overall health. Um, things like fresh fruit, chicken and fish, which are really high in protein, sweet potatoes, squash, leafy greens that are high in vitamin A's and vitamin C's, room temperature water, peanut butter, a little bit of honey, maybe with some, uh, some hot water and you like break it down to room temperature, honey water, <laughs> and uh, decaf teas with licorice root because the licorice root actually helps to coat the vocal cords in a protective little layer and a bunch of other things that are just better for your health than the stuff that you shouldn't be having. If you make sure that you're keeping up with a really good diet, then your vocal cords will be taken care of and you'll see the results in the rest of your body as well. Another benefit of fitness, I kind of mentioned it when I was talking about the cardio and the lung capacity, but obviously when you have better uh, breath control, when you do more cardio, your lung capacity is going to increase so you can use your full potential of how much air your lungs can, can bring in, um, which is really important for when you're trying to push out those really powerful notes or to just make your voice clear and be able to hit the right amount of notes by supplying the right amount of air to be able to make sure you're always on key. That's really important. So cardio will help to increase your lung capacity and doing cardio in general, just running and doing different exercises, that kind of thing. It's better for your overall breath control because you have to learn how to breathe when you're doing these different movements. And it's the same thing when you're performing on stage. There are gonna be, if you're the kind of artist who walks around stage, honestly, that can be a lot of a workout when you think about it. If you're on a stage that's at least, you know, at the least 10 feet wide until you're all the way up to the kind of stages that you see like a Ray Shrimmert or even a Jay-Z or Beyonce on, especially Jay-Z and Beyonce. If you've ever seen any of their shows, Beyonce has this really long runway. It looks like it's probably at least 50 feet long. And then the stage itself is probably 25 to 50 feet in width. And she is covering that entire stage area. So walking up and down the stage is a lot of exercise. And then on top of that, saying words while you're walking and having to um, do choreography if you're the kind of artist that likes to dance and you know put on a little bit more of a show, then that's really physically taxing. It's really important to know how to breathe when you're doing those kinds of exercises. So something that I've learned to do because I heard of other people doing it, um, if you actually run or if you do any kind of exercise and sing while you do it, maybe have your earbuds in, you could be listening to your favorite song, something that you know all the words to, something that's gonna allow you to basically continue to speak, talk, or sing, or rap during your exercises. That's gonna help your lung capacity a lot and it's gonna help you learn breath control so you know when to breathe during those performances. Overall, exercising and making sure that you're really taking care of yourself by way of exercises and just being physically fit, it's just good for your overall body. Um, 
It helps to, even though this may sound kind of contradictory, it helps to relax your muscles and relieve tension. If your body is feeling sore after a workout, it's just because that's weakness leaving the body. These are movements that your body's not used to. It's something that has to be practiced over and over again and it, in order to strengthen your body. So exercising helps to improve your posture, exercising and stretching, which is really important as an artist because our entire body is our instrument, as I said earlier in the video. And you need to make sure that you have proper posture to allow for airflow to have a maximum capacity for the width of the airflow, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you need to make sure that your posture is right so that airflow is not gonna be constricted by bad posture, the slouching or, you know, bending over like this. If you don't have good posture, that will cause you to strain. It'll cause your notes to crack, your voice to crack during a performance. So posture is very important and it's something that physical fitness helps to benefit, helps to improve. Um, and just overall, when your body feels better, your mind feels better. There's something, there is a lot of truth to when you look good, you feel good. And so the body and the mental, they play a huge role in helping to elevate one another, really. It doesn't matter what level of fitness you start out, um, as long as you keep making steady progress, right? So the thing that's cool about looking better, feeling better, when you start to exercise and get into a routine that works for you, you're gonna start noticing results. Like you're gonna have more energy, your skin is gonna be more clear, clothes are gonna fit you a little differently, you're gonna look better in a lot of clothes because things just fit you, your body looks more sculpted, um, you can breathe easier when you're doing little things around your house or when you're doing everyday chores. You're gonna notice that you have a lot more energy, a lot more breath control. You don't feel so short of breath. Um, what else? All of these things, when you start to notice these things in yourself, then that's a positive indicator to your mental, to your mind saying, hey, I feel great, I look great, I must be doing great, I must be great. So physical fitness, it's so important for your mental and your overall health. Those two play on one another and make you feel better. It raises your self-esteem. You look good, you feel good, you start acting like you're good. <laughs> well, you start actually being good because you are actually good. Um, and it's just overall better for you. So now what do I do? Uh, my goal for the week, I like to work out three to five times each week. Um, I like to, I don't like cardio as much as I used to. So I'm really into weight training. That's something that's really been great for me. And it's been making me see results quicker than cardio ever has. Um, my personal goal is to gain a little bit of weight in my legs and my butt and to have flat abs. Um, and I've really been seeing a positive change for myself. Um, what I do now is I started incorporating early morning running because I heard that fasted cardio or I heard that fasted cardio, gosh, be quiet. I heard that fasted cardio is really good because it helps you burn more fat earlier in the day. So fasted cardio, all that means is that you ate, you went to bed and you woke up and went right into a workout without eating anything 
That way your body can attack the fat more instead of attacking whatever nutrients you just put into your body with whatever meal you just had. So that's fasted cardio. I did that last week. My goal for that is to do it two or three times a week. And it's just a short little 10 minute run or a 10 minute jog, something that gets my heart rate up. And then sometimes I'll have earbuds in listening to one of my songs, trying to sing that as I run along. So that's gonna help me with my overall breath control. Um, I wake up at supposed to be 6.15, but I don't actually get out of bed until 6.30. And then I run, I come back and I do uh, like a little ab circuit that's maybe three to five minutes long because I'm all sweaty, my core is engaged. I go ahead and do a quick little burnout. I think I did 10 minutes the other day. Yeah, but anyway, um, I try to eat as balanced of a diet as I can. Something that's really been helping me a lot is using this app called MyFitnessPal. Wait, let me let you see. Oh wait, I did it again. MyFitnessPal. Hopefully you can see the little icon. So MyFitnessPal is a handy little app that you can put in the kind of food or the kind of meals that you've had and it'll actually tell you the caloric count, the calorie count of the meal and of each item that you had that's included in the ingredients. And it tells you how many proteins that includes, how much fat and how much carbs is included. So like my breakfast for this morning, and I hope you can see, it shows that my breakfast was 546 calories. And that is with like, what? Wheat toast, banana, peanut butter, honey, chia seeds. So it tells me how many calories this at the top, by the way, that's a goal that I set for myself, how many calories I want to take in for the day to be able to lose weight in all the right places, basically. But that shows the calorie intake, and then I can switch it to show, and everything's in Spanish, so sorry, but I can switch it to show my calories, like all I had was breakfast for the day so far, but I can switch it to show nutrients. Proteínas is protein, by the way. Carbohidratos is carbs. Um, grasas is fat so it shows me how many grams of that I've had today it's just really handy I really love it um, and after doing it for so long it'll give you a good idea of what kind of food you're putting in your body and if your diet is balanced or not so I used to eat too many carbs but I've been using the my fitness pal app for at least six months now and I don't eat as many carbs as I used to. I'm getting a lot more protein and a lot more fat into my diet, healthy fat into my diet than I used to. And then, what else do I do? I make sure I sleep enough. So sometimes that's hard to do as far as work because I work in studios a lot and a lot of clients like to work at night. <laughs> and then I like to get up, or I try to get up early in the morning for my cardio runs. So that becomes kind of difficult, but if I can, I'll try to get at least seven hours of sleep, at least six hours, honestly, because I try to go to bed by midnight. But I try to get at least six hours of sleep. Ideally, it would be eight to nine hours of sleep. That would be nice. And then every now and then I take mental breaks. So a mental break for me is when I, I don't have to work. So I will typically stay away from social media. Um, I still get on the internet, but I do things like watch YouTube and just lay in bed. I might have a cheat meal while I'm in bed. I don't know. I might have a cheat meal while I'm in bed. 
I'm just relaxing and I stay away from scrolling on social media too much. And I go so far as to not answer my phone throughout the day, which tends to make a lot of people upset with me um, because it's usually bad timing. I like to take my mental break days when people are most trying to get into contact with me. That's usually how it goes, right? But when I'm most available, nobody really messes with me like that. But anyway, that's, uh, that's some of the things that I do. If you want a little bit more detail into what I do to maintain my physical fitness, because uh, maybe maybe you've seen my, my little workout videos on Instagram that I post every now and then. Um, let me know if you want a more detailed video of that and I will provide it for you. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I do. What are some of the things that you can do? Really just get up and move. Um, go outdoors, you can go walking, especially if you can walk on the beach in sand, that's really good moving your arms and legs. You can go running, biking, jogging, rock climbing, dancing. Um, you can do indoor workouts. It doesn't have to be anything at some fancy gym. You don't have to spend your money on a gym membership. You can work out right at home. There are so many videos on YouTube that will show you a bunch of inexpensive workouts that you can do with either stuff around your house or just pure body weight that'll help you feel That'll help you um, do a fitness routine and feel better and sculpt certain parts of your body. Um, fitness Blender is a really good channel for that. They have a lot of great videos that are broken down by what part of the body you want to work on. Legs, glutes, abs, arms, chest. So they're a really good source. Um, you really just have to find the time to work out or just get some kind of movement. For me... I realized that I had to wake up earlier if I really wanted to get serious about the whole fasted cardio thing. But it took me a little minute to, it took me a little while to discipline myself to wake up and actually, well not wake up, but to actually get out of bed so early. I have no issue with waking up at six o'clock in the morning. The issue is I don't get out of bed till 6.30. So I'm working on that. My goal is 6.15 in the morning. But once I got that discipline, I feel so much better when I get up and I have my run because it makes me feel energized and I feel like I am putting in some effort to make my body look the way I want it to look and to really take serious the goal that I said I have that I want to be more physically fit, I want to look good, I want to feel good, so I put in the work. It's the same thing that you're going to have to do. Find the time. Um, matter of fact, I have a video, Where Does the Time Go?, to help you break down, you know, where all of your time is going. If you want to check that out, I'll leave a little a little thing. I don't remember which corner it is, but it'll link you to that video. Um, if you feel like you don't have time, just really have to look at your schedule and see what are some unnecessary things that I'm doing that I can cut out and make time for this. Or if you're the kind of person that says you don't have time to do certain things, but you have time to watch a certain TV show every week, you can work out either during that show or you can work out during the commercial breaks. That's a nice little exchange. Or if you're the kind of person who likes to watch YouTube videos all the time or scroll through social media, a good thing for you might be to just get on an elliptical, a bike machine or a treadmill and just watch your YouTube videos while you're walking on a treadmill or scroll through social media while you're walking on a, on a treadmill while you're on an elliptical or a bike machine. Um, meal prep is something that'll be really good. If you not only want to save money, but also save time, meal prepping is just 
planning out your meals for the week, buying all your groceries for those meals, buying all, the, all your groceries and ingredients at one time, and then choosing one time slot on one day of the week to prepare all of those meals. And then you portion it out in little containers. That'll be either easy for you to pull out and heat up on the stove, heat up on the stove top or in the stove, or it'll be easy for you to just pop it in the microwave and be able to eat it. So that's meal prep. It saves a lot of time and money, and it's the added benefit of knowing what you're gonna eat, so you're not gonna make bad decisions at the last minute. You already know what your meals are gonna be, and you know that they're healthy because you prepared them. Um, and you could also get somebody to help you. Get a friend who would be willing to, you know, work out with you or someone who's gonna stay accountable. It would, it would really be best to get somebody that's going to work out with you, someone who's also serious about their physical health because y'all can be each other's accountability coach and keep each other honest, keep each other disciplined and making sure that you are keeping up with your stuff, basically. Yeah. Just make sure with that that you, again, find somebody who is actually committed to living this fit lifestyle it's not a fad it is a lifestyle make sure you find somebody who is equally committed to it because it is a commitment this is one of those things that y'all are probably going to have to talk every day to make sure are you eating the right stuff did you do your workouts today how are you feeling to help keep each other in check things are a little less difficult when you have someone to do it with but other than that again if you're interested in knowing exactly what it is i do to stay fit or exactly what it is I eat to stay fit, or exactly what it is I do to exercise my vocal cords as a singer, then as always, just let me know in the comments, or you can email me at info at LexiATL.com. That email is down in the description box below. But thank you so much for tuning into this video. I hope you really enjoyed it. I hope you found it insightful and learned some things. And I just really wanna help us to become better performers, singers, songwriters, rappers, all of that. So. Physical health is really important. It's going to benefit you in so many ways. There's really no downside to it. So thank you again for watching this video. If you like what you heard, like what you saw, please give me a big thumbs up and also subscribe and turn on the notification bell so you can be notified each and every time I post a new video. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can leave it in the comments below. Or as I said earlier, you can email me at info at LexiATL.com. But until next time, peace. Always a bad thing to have that muddiness, that deep, the deep hurts included. But um, you just want to be mindful that you want to keep some of the life in your voice by not taking out the characteristic sounds of it, the timbre of it. Timbre is like the unique sound of anything, unique sound of something.